0: Hi, I'm Dr. Goh from Peak Human Labs, and I'm really excited about our second um, podcast episode, and uh, I have Freak Fitness Online, Darren and Christina. So um, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, we appreciate you inviting us. And I thought maybe do you wanna just give a little intro about your background and what Freak Fitness Online does, and then maybe we'll start the discussion. Sure, sure.
1: So Freak Fitness, pretty simple, is is using uh, physique competing to help people reach their peak self right Um, a lot of people try to uh you know better themselves but a lot of times don't know how to do it right and um you know someone told me a long time ago or i read it somewhere success leaves clues so we like to use the journey to the stage uh to help people learn what what they what works for them to become successful because for many people you know the the competing is something that they never thought they'd be able to do Mm-hmm. Um, but once we give them the tools motivation the guidance uh the plan and they execute it and then be held accountable to that plan they see themselves get better not just physically mm-hmm. because the physically is what you, the only part that you see it's it's what happens on the inside is what really is
0: what matters uh, that's the stuff that lasts the longest and what do you see like what to give as an example of what type of things people, how do they change after they go through a program like yours
1: Instead of operating from a place of fear, yeah, they operate from a complete place of let's just F and go for it, right, right. They they have this less fear of failure, and you know one of the biggest right. things of failure is not trying, right, right. And uh, you know we never can guarantee a win, mm-hmm. um, but when you hold yourself or have someone hold yourself to a higher standard, a higher level of accountability, um, you kind of rise to the occasion. You know right. it's like a goldfish grows. Mm-hmm. Uh, in respect to the size of the fishbowl that it lives in. Mm-hmm. I remember I was at a dentist's office many years ago and I'm like, there's this big fish tank in the office in the mm-hmm. waiting room. I was like, yeah. what type of fish is that? Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, that's a goldfish. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Because mm-hmm. the goldfish I know, these little things that, that swim around in these little jars.
2: Right. And I
1: was explaining to them, I'm like, ah. So that kind of, you know, there's a good analogy for what we kind of do for, for our clients. We right. call them the freak family. Right. We really do become close. Because for a lot of our clients too, they, they find us and they find bodybuilding because they don't feel like they fit in anywhere else. Um, they just feel different. And then what we help them do is realize that they are different, but to celebrate that, not to hide it. And then with that, another level of confidence comes up and then they start, you know, after that first show, because I don't happen to me, it happened to Christine, I had that first mm-hmm. show. Yeah. It changes everything, your perspective on everything. Not just... On you not mm-hmm. just on the sport but how you approach everything from career relationships and that's to us where we really see the biggest change
0: and so when, when we talked a few weeks ago uh, that's when we met and I yep. was so interested uh, this piece about the online piece and I was talking to my trainer as well I said how could this happen online like why is this you know doesn't it require you to be right beside me like help me push weights and 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 I see that obviously you're so successful so many clients mm-hmm. online so I'm just curious can you just tell us a little bit what did that process look like for a person who comes on board? What exactly is it so special about what you're doing online that the coaching, I guess, that that it makes it work?
1: Well, I, I guess now we can get to the point where we can say we have proven results, right? Um, but earlier on, it's uh, I mean, prior to to me becoming a coach full time, mm-hmm. I was an investigator, so I had tra- training, training, and experience in a statement analysis, interviewing, and I don't want to call it interrogating, but right. I, To get answers out of people. Right. And uh, statement analysis is a really big one for me. So like our updates are structured in a certain way. And I tell this to everyone when they start with us. Right. That they're set up in a certain way, not just to provide us information that you give us, Mm -hmm. but also to show us information or trends that you're not telling us. Mm -hmm. And then over time, as we get to know you better as a person, because it's not just here's your diet and your training program and off you go. Right. It's much more a complete comprehensive approach because we're learning what motivates them you know, emotionally, psychology, uh, psychologically, right? Um, and once we get to know what really is motivating them, mm-hmm. then we use that. Like, and, what
0: could be, what could be an example of what truly motivates a person? I mean, like, uh, like looks or something? Uh, or, or, or,
1: know, like, yeah. I mean, yes, there are those people that definitely are are big on the. Um, I want to become Arnold. I want to become Mister Miss Olympia. Right. But for a lot of the new people to the sport they just think people look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're talking about pure motivation, um, <laughs> you know, someone's maybe just left a relationship and they want to prove to the other person what they missed out on.
0: Right. Or,
1: uh, you know, some women have now raised their, their, their children to a certain age that they can become independent. And they're right. saying like, I've put everyone first up until this point. Now put themselves first. Now it's my turn. Right. And that's, that's, I think that's, uh, really, uh, a key point is that we we do find out what really is motivating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: uh, for us with competitors too, the motivation comes from they have they have that date set that they told their friends and their family they're going to be on stage and right. they're wearing a little teeny outfit, mm-hmm. right? So there's no better like you can't hide anything. You can't right? hide. So you can't hide like your your hard work is going to show off. So mm-hmm. that's their motivation.
0: And, and this in your um, like husband wife team, how much is that? How much impact does that have? Like. I mean, you might, you might be obviously understanding it from both aspects, you know, male, female, and uh, you know, relationships as well, how that impacts. Yeah, I agree. What type of dimension does that bring to the? I to think it's a great
1: advantage to us because this may sound surprising to you, but I'm the mm-hmm. soft one; she's the hard ass. Right. <laughs> um, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. So she's she's the little doggy with the big bark, right? And I'm I'm the bulldog that just kind of sits there and. Um, and that could be back from my you know investigator days where we were always under camera, and right. I felt I could get a better uh, result from you know kindness mm-hmm. or suggestion and make them think it's their idea. Right. You'd be surprised when uh, drunk people when you make them realize that maybe be, you know if it's their idea, it's a good idea to leave than us making them leave. Right. Um, and you know I don't know if that's that's the case, but I just she's more direct. I like to say she's black and white. I'm the color in between. Mm -hmm. Like you ask her a question, you get a very direct answer. Right. And I think everyone, everyone has their different way of being, communicating or or being motivated. Mm -hmm. Um, If if you want the truth and you want the answer right now, ask her. Um, And I think the fact that we're consistent. Right. Like we've had clients too before come and ask me a question. They didn't get, you know, they didn't get their cheat meal or whatever. Then they go mm-hmm. ask her. Mm-hmm. But we know this. I mean, we've been doing this. we coaching hundreds and hundreds of, of people. Uh, we, we know the, the, what. I mean, it, it's it's nothing personal. It's like, they, it's not that they don't trust me mm-hmm. or they don't trust her. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like, uh, you know, I hate to say this, but it's like a kid. He goes to one parent and say, hey, can mm-hmm. I have this bowl of ice cream? And then. You know, dad says no, and then they go to mom and say, you know, can I have this bowl of ice cream? They're hoping they get the answer they want. Mm-hmm. No, we're, we're very consistent that way because okay. we've both been there. We've right. both been there. So. Right, 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 right.
0: Okay, and so let's say if, um, how, how often do you know, like, how quickly do you know, okay, this person's going to be successful and this person's not going to be successful? Or, like, do you have a dropout rate? Uh, you know, what does that look like? Like, like hmm. is, how much is your program how special? Type, what type of special persons does it take, or do you th- work with where they are, and you kind of guide them? It's
1: interesting question. Um, I mean, I think that the name alone, Freak Fitness, mm-hmm. does typically shy away the average Joe's that want to stay average. Right. Uh, our, our people are people who who really want to excel. Right. You know, and and you know, up until this point, we were focusing just on the physique competitors and yes. the bodybuilding shows, and we were uh, very specialized in that. But we've been able to develop a system, a process from mental, emotional, nutrition, training yeah. that really now we can apply to other goals. And because, you know, in the beginning, and you probably know yourself when you started your practice, you wanted to be everything to everyone.
0: Yes. And
1: you can't. There's no. only so many hours a day, right? That's right. You'd rather specialize in something, become the best at it, and then see if that branches off to other stuff. And that's what we did here. And it, it, was, the, it was the right move.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and now... You know we have a great team of coaches back because we tried to do everything ourselves for a very long time right and then until we realized that we can't add more hours to the day right that we needed to get help or we just had to be happy where things were and we kept on getting more and more people asking us for help and we can't say no you know either from bad coaching experience or just having a bad experience or just never being successful mm-hmm. never you know, never falling through for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they they come to us saying we heard that you make freaks, that you yeah. can take people from last place to first place, or from you know watching the show to winning the show mm-hmm. in, in, in a matter of months. Uh, there's no real hard fast answer because we've taken people. I mean, where we first met them, going oh, this is going to be difficult. <laughs> where they when they when they're turning pro, right? I mean, we had one client that I mean, when I first met him, it was just more of a you know general fitness plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I asked her one day, I said, so, you know, I see things are really starting to take shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, so what, what do you think, you know, would you ever consider? And I couldn't even finish the sentence mm-hmm. about competing. And mm-hmm. she said, there's no F you'll ever get me on stage. Right. number years later, she went to work on the Tuesday home after a year of Matt Leaf, after her second daughter, she turned pro on that Saturday. So it's quite of a, so I think if it's just once we commit to someone, once we believe to, believe in them,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I always warn them, like we're going to become your last coach you ever have because wow. we become that committed. So,
2: mm-hmm. I truly believe that anyone can get to the stage. Anyone can compete. It's just a matter of committing that right amount of time. For some people, they could train for four months and get on stage. Other people, <laughs> it's a longer road.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're
2: very clear with that. Like, okay, it might not be this year, but as long as you're willing to commit that time mm-hmm. and train for like – a year or Absolutely. possibly even two years before mm-hmm. you reach that goal right so it is it is possible as long as they're willing to
1: commit yeah, yeah. to put
2: in the time because it's, it's not an overnight sport it's it's something that's day in and day out and you have to give enough time to
0: right uh, i just want to step up so if there's any questions we're going to be taking those from the audience and i'm really apologize aubrey for starting so late so apologies to you and uh we're going to be giving away a free consult with myself, a big peak consult. I believe you guys are going to be giving away a consult as well. Yeah, yep, absolutely. This online consult, you can just put your name in there or direct message us. And uh, so my question is, uh, this piece, a new program, which I think I just yes, want to spend a few ignition. minutes on. Yes, yes. I want to talk about that, because that's. Okay, cool. That's, I'm, I think I might want to start that. Oh, right, nice, good, <laughs> good, good. Today's, I want to start that. Um, I want to, uh, why did you think there's, there's a need for this? Like, why did you decide to do this? I
1: think just the overwhelming, an ongoing onslaught of requests for people asking us to help them Mm -hmm. for, you know, they say, you know, I saw what you did with my friend to get her on stage and look like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't necessarily want to look that ripped, but I do want to make a change. Yeah. Can you help? Mm -hmm. And we kept on saying like, we're just focusing on the competitors, but more and more people started requesting. And like I told you earlier, we can't, we have a hard time saying no. Yeah. So, uh, you know, especially before when we it was just us two, mm-hmm. I we were so busy with just competitors. I had we had no extra time, mm-hmm. none at all, um, to to take on anybody outside that realm. Uh, but now we got a great team of coaches that that we've been working with now uh, for the last number of years, and uh, now we have the system, we have the the people, the support. The programming, everything's there. I mean, even the program that we're using, the training program that we use for this ignition program. It's similar, right? It's, uh, it's similar, but it's one that we actually used mm-hmm. for three years in our, we used to have a, our own gym okay. back in Winnipeg. Right. Um, but we can, we, we were trying to expand, um, but we decided we wanted to still focus on the online. Right. And because then your market is worldwide versus mm-hmm. two mile radius around. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: And we don't have to touch anybody for what we do. Right um everything with technology now with everything that's available this way we can we can train everybody from around the world and we we just had uh, one of our coaches helped uh, one of the our free Fitness clients turn pro in Singapore and we've we've never met them in person it's Mm -hmm. all been online Mm -hmm. and uh it's gonna be awesome come June this year because her and her better half are gonna be coming to Toronto to make her pro debut we're gonna meet them for the first time so it's great but uh so with the technology and and just being able to develop that now we're like you know we're going to use the same principles that we've helped develop uh, freaks on stage. Yeah. Now we can help develop freaks for the beach, the boardroom, and the bedroom. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's
0: exciting. And that's yeah, I think you have a first customer right here. Yeah. Right. So on. has it has it already launched? Like yes,
1: launched? It, we did a soft launch. Uh, I guess two months ago. Because
0: I went to your website. I don't think it's up there yet.
1: Uh, you go to Freak Fitness Nation okay. and then there's two choices. Uh, uh, make you hot and fit okay. or make you a freak for the stage. You go hot and uh, fit and that's the Ignition program. Okay. Yeah, okay. there was it wasn't by name but yeah. just by goal. Okay, got it. And uh, the hot and fit takes you to to that uh, Ignition website. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we do monthly webinars um, okay. similar to, to this, not mm-hmm. podcasting webinars. Right. Group coaching calls, the nutrition plan, yeah. uh, training program. Um, you know weekly assess or updates with with one of our coaches and uh, a private facebook group like it's there's there's so much support so much information uh so much guidance Mm -hmm. and accountability right that once you're locked in and and you're and you're executing you're embracing everything that we provide your success is is inevitable it's just Mm -hmm. i think one of the things that um, a big mistake a lot of general personal trainers make is they don't set a specific deadline for their clients. Mm-hmm. That's where physique competing is it's it's so obvious. It's like, right. well, my competition is April 13th. That's what I have to be ready for. Right. So we make sure we establish, like for you, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna find out when your next, you know, if there's a big guest speaking event that you want to be in top shape for that you may have to rip your shirt off for when you're on stage and stuff. Sure. <laughs> but uh <laughs> What, <laughs> whatever, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, we have other clients that we that that we've helped um, do that, and mm-hmm. it, it, they they find that you know when they're in the boardroom, mm-hmm. they're presenting with more confidence. They're they're able to sell their sure. even more and, and their ideas and their yep. their points at the meeting or on the beach. Of course, uh, mm-hmm. they stand out. Everybody else is lying on the beach trying to get a tan when really all they're doing is trying to hide. They don't mm-hmm. want to walk, right? Um, and then of course the the bedroom. I mean, let's admit it, that's what it all comes down to. So yeah, for sure. we want to get there. That's the big prize. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know, my interest and why I love working with people who are in your field is because they obviously are willing to challenge themselves. They want to be in peak performance. And and, and who doesn't want to work with people who want to help themselves? Yeah, and that's, that's what my passion is. And that's why I'm so excited to work with, right with you and, and potentially people who are associated with you. And uh, so how much how much are you seeing the need for uh, you know people who have concerns about you know supplements or medications and hormones things like that that well I mean all of thing. our
1: clients who demand regular blood work okay. especially with competitors anytime you're pushing yourself to the max right it's like a high performance sports car right it needs high performance maintenance to make mm-hmm. sure that it's not only you know performs performs at, at peak mm-hmm. peak levels right right, right. Um, and uh it's definitely something that we we want all of our clients to do Mm -hmm. and have the ability. But, you know, up until now, um, you know, there's not a lot of progressive thinking healthcare professionals Mm -hmm. out there and there's, we're seeing there's more coming like yourself, um, which is great. Um, Just, you know, the mention, you know, the sharing of of this event coming up and just what, you know, we're going to be able to talk about and be able to do together. We have a lot of clients already interested um, because, to quote one client in particular, she said, Fuck aging gracefully. Sorry for swearing. Yeah. You know, she's very.
0: Yeah, I she's, think this whole idea of aging gracefully is crazy. Because, I think it's hogwash. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a very interesting discussion I was having with someone yesterday about this idea of what's natural. I mean, I think this, you know, some people come, I only want to be natural. But what is natural anymore? I'm not 100% sure because even supplements, this is not. I'm not a, natural. I had eye no, surgery. I had PRK, I'm saying. Yeah, I think you know, this so. idea of what's natural, I think what's mm-hmm. safe is different. That's maybe, that's better. It's a better question. Right. You want to do things safely, but I think, well, you know, nothing is natural in this world anymore. Mm-hmm. That's that's. point. Well, my I think it's a,
1: it's, a sliding, it's a sliding scale in that the more aggressive and extreme, the, mm-hmm. the, the less sustainable it is. Right. Right. So it's. Yes. It, it it all depends on what your goals are. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone you know wants to become a Olympic gold medalist, but there there is there's always going to be sacrifices. But you want to minimize the the uh, life lasting results. So, are you
0: that. seeing in people, and is there any damage happening because of lack of medical supervision, or are you seeing think people are putting themselves at any risk uh, health wise?
1: We we I mean, that's one of the reasons actually why we started coaching is that right. we saw a lot of people that you know. They competed once, mm-hmm. um, and then all of a sudden, other coaches and they're they're signing these supplement protocols to people and these asinine training programs and cardio plans and nutrition plans that just
2: with no bearing on sustainability exactly. or, or the health of the person actually following the program. So, yeah, 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 it's
1: it's really it makes you just shudder, um, and that's in the physique world mm-hmm. and even in the general fitness world, of right. the initiation program mm-hmm. uh, type of client. Uh, Yeah, it's these these, these personal trainers that they they try to be everything. Um, I know we talked about this when we first said, is that Uh I think the biggest mistake people make, Mm -hmm. personal trainers, doctors, whoever, they need to know what their scope of practice is. Yeah. I am not a rehab specialist. Right. I'm a performance enhancement specialist. So I take healthy people and we make them freaks, right? But if someone's injured, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know through online try to assess what they're doing on camera mm-hmm. and then say oh yes that's you know this muscle that muscle you have to do this corrective no 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 mm-hmm. you go see a physiotherapist athletic therapist or whatever is wrong mm-hmm. to the appropriate healthcare professional get treatment get better and even better if that if that physiotherapist or or doctor or whoever is trying to work with us mm-hmm. so we're all on the same page and then it's a it's it's just inevitable they're gonna like there's a
0: team Absolutely, there's really a team to develop this this pro uh, or someone's a freak. Yep. Basically, there's you know your performance performance specialist. There's a perhaps a rehab specialist, uh, maybe yep. a medical practitioner. There's obviously supportive family members. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> you <know>? exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. It doesn't all, all these people are critical to making this yep. thing happen. Making yep. it happen, right? Exactly. Yeah. No. Nope. So that's that's very exciting. And uh, why are you? What are what age groups are you seeing now? Like, I mean, myself, I'm in the forties. Are you seeing a lot of people coming in, like, never done this before, and forties coming in, let's try this out? Or all all
1: ranges. I mean, we we try to stay away from the. I mean, the. I think the junior age and junior, for us, is you know eighteen and under. We try to. It depends on the division, but mm-hmm. I don't want a seventeen-year-old trying to be a super heavyweight, two hundred fifty-pound bodybuilder on stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are those, you know, few genetic freaks um, that are just naturally big. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's that's those are the exceptions, not the norm. Mm-hmm. But physique competing definitely is something that will definitely push yourself. We do see a lot, you know, younger people, 18, 19. nineteen. We've had people from pro twenty years old, mm-hmm. but they've been weight training for five years. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just. We went back home for Christmas and met a gent met a there I've known for many years. He's in his 80s, mm-hmm. and I watched him squat 315 pounds for eight reps. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because he just started weight training when he was 43. So that's still 40 years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, it's interesting. I always like to find out when they started because right. 40 years of weight training – that's a long time. Eighty. I mean, you'd think that he was started when he was in his teens, but mm-hmm. like I started when I was 15 mm-hmm. and I'm 43 now. So I do have a number of years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Very few injuries, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, because I, I listen to my body, body awareness, right? And I think, uh, you know, go back to one of your previous questions. I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is they try to, you know, physique world or even the general population try to achieve their goal overnight. That's where I think things really. Get dangerous. I mean, a lot of competitors that we, we come to us who have competed before, we ask for their competition history and like they did five shows last year. How do you expect your body to recover from that? You just don't, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we're really big on, you know, it's cycle, periodization, mm-hmm. right? The Olympics are every four years. Mm-hmm. Those athletes are training for world champions and they're training for national titles and stuff in you know throughout the season mm-hmm. but it's part of their smaller peaks because they're peaking for the olympics right they're not max peaking for these big events right, right or these right. smaller events so mm-hmm. it's, it's cycling um um purization the training nutrition supplements everything has to be cycled yes yeah. absolutely
0: right and and this idea of um uh uh this um sorry i lost my, my train of thought okay. here um let's come back to that in a second it's so it's not a it's not a one size it's not a one size fit all type of no thing here no
1: we I think the oldest petter we've had on stage is what sixty yeah. seven Tom mm-hmm. Now was at the world championships mm-hmm. so and the youngest we've had nineteen I think yeah
0: so just uh, how often are you seeing people who have let's say um, you know they lose their period you know during the mm-hmm. during the, Performance, yep. and, you know, what do they do? How are they?
1: I mean, for they- females, it's so different.
2: Yeah,
1: right. I mean, right. we've had we've had athletes turn pro the day they got their period, mm-hmm. and some lose their period the second they've dieted for two weeks. Like it's so. What other factors are involved? Right. right? How much stress are they under? Mm-hmm. Like that. To, to me, I you know, and Christine will agree. Stress is to me the biggest controlling factor, limiting factor,
2: Right.
1: controlling factor, off season or pre contest. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a lot of people, you know one of the biggest complaints people have about competing is that they don't want to blow up after a competition, the big rebound right? Well, the reason that happened was is they didn't manage cortisol. They relaxed too fast. okay You know how when you when, when we prepare someone for a show, it's a slow buildup, a gradual progression of you know adjusting the diet, adjusting the work output to reach that peak. Mm-hmm. But after that big day, mm-hmm. you don't just go from hundred to zero. What do you think you the
0: don't body- just go and eat everything No,
1: because even for the first month or even six weeks, depending how hard it was leading up to that and how extreme they went, um, it may take two to three months for their you know body to realize that they're not under attack anymore. So when you start throwing all this junk food and not doing any cardio, not weight training as hard, mm-hmm. the body's going to hold on because it yeah. still thinks start it's perfect. Right to per- fat. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a matter, uh, you know, we, we have some that are, are post-contest right now they're up maybe five pounds mm-hmm. because it's been a slow, gradual, you know, relaxing, I guess you'll call it. But now they're transitioning to off-season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everything's, again, progression and cycling.
0: Yeah, I think, and so, I mean, from the medical side, I know there's a lot more tools that we didn't have before. Yes. Like, for example, uh, you know, we can do uh, saliva or urine testing for a whole month on a woman and basically map out their cycle. Because we can see what's happening, Zach, exactly and maybe supplement, you know, to bring them back. Bring back the hormones that you know may have been maybe missing. Now it's very possible. And um, same for men as well. I you know it's everyone's different, and I think I may have been mentioning to you. There's a DNA test that basically looks at how you metabolize hormones, and everyone's very different. Oh, absolutely. And you know some some people. You're right. Naturally big, whatever whatever reason, they just easily for them to put on muscle. Other yep. people, they can work out as much as <laughs> yeah, they want, exactly, and they don't put on muscle. No, and that's related to our genetic makeup, and we now are able to test for these types of things. Yeah. And so once we have people that understanding, then we can go ahead and then give certain supplements to affect how the me- testosterone is metabolizing. So not just going throwing on more testosterone, which isn't most always the do. Best, That's which right. Is not the right thing. More because, is better, right? <laughs> because then what happens? You might end up with man boobs or gynecomastia yep. or whatever, because you're just converting it to estrogen. Yeah. Rather, you might want to take an aromatase inhibitor to like prevent that conversion. So you know, there's a lot of Yep. I think there's a lot more science now that maybe didn't exist. I know people even used to come to me and say, "Can you just prescribe me growth hormone injections?" <laughs> and I think we have so many better ways of doing this yes. and and monitoring. I think that's that's what's really exciting. It's it, the science is really coming from the medical side. It's, it's catching starting, up it's slowly. To come. Yeah. And yeah. That's that's exciting.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean you talked about peptides Yeah, and that like that's really interesting to, to us because you know, again, People are competing not just to test themselves, but now with the, the ignition side of things, they want to become their best version of themselves. Not just for one; they want to be it all the time. Right. Right. It's sustainability, so they're you know ready for anything, anytime. It's not just peaking for the one. I mean, of course, if you're an athlete or like any any type of somebody who's trying to excel at something, you know, like when you're trying to study for your PhD, mm-hmm. you're you're not uh, you're not going to be studying super hard. Right. All that time, you peak for that big presentation. So,
0: yeah, Audrey just uh, commented, "What what you do after a show is just as important as before."
1: Yeah, she would definitely know that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a, a great example of someone who really changed everything, and it was because of competing, wow. and it was the lesson she learned about herself that really has carried on to everything. Uh, yeah, she could talk volumes about this. So,
0: awesome! Thank yeah. you so much, Audrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, um, so is there anything else that you have? And, it's like, and you had mentioned the peptides piece. Is there questions that you think that people from, from your industry are, are wondering about? Like what types of things are... Well, I are think concerned? the
1: peptides and the SARMs are definitely two things. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I attended a, a symposium a few mm-hmm. months back, at, uh, Ken, Dr. Ken Kanakin's Swiss right. symposium. And a lot of the topics ended up being about SARMs and, and peptides. Mm-hmm. And when we had talked briefly, you know, you're saying you just had went to Las Vegas and as a yeah. whole... Commerce in that. And it's really interesting because if there's a, a safer and, and less expensive way to mm-hmm. be able to optimize that um, side of the hormone profile, I mean, everyone's all for it 100%. Yeah,
0: no, I think that that's right. So, I, I mean, I'll just give a little bit of breakdown from again, mm-hmm. my understanding of SARMs. And so, it's the, SARM stands for Selective Androgen Receptor Modulator. So, these are chemicals that also bind to the androgen receptor, like testosterone but they they buy they have different effects like you know some of them have may have a more anabolic effect and less androgenic effect so anabolic is the muscle building effect and androgenic is what causes you know hair growth and acne and and so forth the male characteristics um so it's kind of nice that sometimes you can instead of taking testosterone some of these other compounds you know let's say if you take a rad 140 yep. it has a 90 to 1 effect of ana- anabolic versus androgenic wow so you can get much more of the muscle building effect and not have much less of the androgenic effect so it's an example of yeah one. yeah so uh sarms are very exciting the problem is that yeah in in canada they sit in a kind of a gray zone and uh but you know there's ways around that we can write prescriptions um for, to get in the states and then you can come and just get it from the states and pick it up and and bring it to canada so oh, wow. that's how we're doing it or helping people get access to it um and um and, and real sarps yeah like so that's you know, that's you know, it i mean there's many ones you get on the internet and the problem with that is we just don't exactly know the uh purity mm-hmm. of that i mean um correct doses. we'd like to get about 99 percent you know uh, purity and and you don't know where the where they're produced and they could be, you know, other things could be put inside that. So that's yep, sometimes it's made in Pakistan or China or something like that. Um, but there are some pharmacies in the States that are doing it and it's written with a prescription. Yep. And um, nice. so that's, I think that's, that's pretty exciting. And, and I, you know, doctors are just, just learning about this. And so SARMs is one whole category. And then we have, you know, instead of growth hormone, we have growth hormone releasing hormone or growth hormone releasing peptide. And, uh, what they do, what that does is instead of, um, you can you can take an injection or, or troche mm-hmm. inside the mouth or tablets, but basically it, uh, you take it at nighttime and it stimulates your own growth hormone. Yeah. That's, so yeah, that's th- very. So then you're not going to have theoretically a suppression of your own growth hormone. If you take growth hormone injections, I mm-hmm. think that's the danger. Yes. absolutely. So we can, we can, we can kind of simulate your body as if it was younger. That's what happens. As you get that's older, your growth, growth hormone just starts to go down. And, you know, we can start to just give it a boost again. And, and that's pretty exciting too. I think that's that is how very exciting. people are going to stay younger. And yep. that's not necessarily natural, but, you know, dying at 40 isn't natural anymore. Yep. I think that's, you know. Uh, we have
1: to you know what, to me, that is, it's about um, quality of life, mm-hmm. right? Like to me, that that, that, is, that is huge. And if there's no, like I always ask people, like, what do you define as natural? Because if mm-hmm. you're drinking coffee... There's caffeine in there. That's, that's right. that was actually on the dopant control list for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's not. I mean, right. there's a certain tolerance level still being watched mm-hmm. by Water and IOC just to make sure that there's not a reoccurrence of abuse. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you take aspirin. Like there, there's there's such a where with this to me there's only benefits.
0: Yeah, and the other you know genetic. I said your genetic makeup. Even if you look at uh, caffeine, you can look at uh, how you metabolize certain drugs. Yeah, and that's different for everybody as well I see
1: what supplements do yeah like uh, we, we've seen people you know come to we have posing classes on a regular basis mm-hmm. and they'll show up Um there's Tom be all bloated mm-hmm. and like and we were able to narrow it down it was one specific uh, way isolate I'm not going to say the brand here right. I don't want to get in trouble but mm-hmm. uh, it was very specific mm-hmm. you know very consistent um, mm-hmm. because it was so much cheaper than everything else right and uh, we were able to say, yeah, it's that brand of protein powder. Mm-hmm. How'd you know? Mm-hmm. It's the same look every time. And it was promoted as whey isolate, even said on the bottle. Right. But if it's pure whey isolate, mm-hmm. there should be no lactose in it, right? Right. And uh, clearly that it was because all they did was switch the brand to something a little bit higher quality and higher price, of course, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, within days. Complete, complete difference. Oh. So it's, um, but the other people took that whey isolate and had no problem with it. Mm. Right. So it's, it's. Uh, but supplements too. We've had people take supplements that no one's ever been bothered by, mm-hmm. and then they remove that one product, and wow. boom, <laughs> yeah. it's interesting.
0: We just had a question, um, I think, up there about what do you recommend for weight loss? And I think that's, I mean, without getting to very specifics of of your personalized plan, um, what are you guys recommending for for weight loss? Like, how do you how do you attacking that?
1: Are we talking about like general like, generally? Yeah. I just think a structured plan. Yeah, just have like a consistent
0: nutrition yeah. plan, no, right?
2: There's no magic.
0: Pill. There's no there's magic no like pills. pills. <laughs> I mean, they we have, have some, we may have some pills on the medical side, right. for helping people with yes. weight loss. I mean, there are but
1: they supplement that. the work. That's right. right. That's
0: not gonna. You're right. They're Perfect not gonna. Person. They're not a magic pill. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, diets like eighty-five percent or ninety percent or something.
1: Yeah. I I agree. I mean, I always do myself an example. I mean, I was a competitive strongman mm-hmm. competitor or comp- strongman competitor. Right. I, I got up to three hundred thirty-eight pounds mm-hmm. at my peak weight. Right. I was strong as like I could move anything, push mm-hmm. anything, pull anything, whatever. Right. But when I decided I wanted to do bodybuilding, mm-hmm. I all, I was still weight training.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The, that the, I was still exercising. That All I did was change my diet. Right. And I lost 120 pounds in like nine months and won my first bodybuilding show. So nutrition is such a huge factor. Everything you put in your mouth matters.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, which, which brings me to the thing, which is kind of a, somewhat a fad, and I, I, you know, I'm not sure which way to be on it. This whole idea of carbs and ketosis, and oh, that's it's just such an interesting topic because <laughs> I spent a whole conference, at, uh, you know, on this whole topic. Right. right the, all the experts, Dominique Fagostino and, mm-hmm. and Ryan uh, Laurie from from the U. S. That uh, trains all these NFL players. I mean, they're very big on like let's
2: let's keto? let's
0: keto. But hey, like, I mean, I don't know, lots of people tell me that you need, you need carbs to like be more, it's more anabolic. So what, what's your feeling? There's people who are doing it.
1: It, it comes down to this. Both sides? We have, we have, we have vegetarian, we have keto, targeted keto, mm-hmm. uh, low carb, high carb. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different. right? Just like you saying, how people have different responses That's to right. supplements mm-hmm. or drugs, uh, it's the exact same thing with food. Um, like, there's so different extremes. But uh, in regards to performance, that that that's scientifically proven. You need carbohydrates. That's the preferred fuel source for exercise in the, Muscle. you know, um, anaerobic and glycolytic kind of energy system kind of training zone. Mm-hmm. Aerobic is fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and for sedentary people, I think a keto diet may be really good mm-hmm. because you're now burning fat as fuel, yes, right? Yes, yes. Um, where... I think uh, an athlete becoming in, in, into into trouble with just a strict keto diet is when they start doing their weight training workouts or like high-intensity intervals, they would find that the performance, and it's been proven, the performance just Yeah, I think, time.
0: and then what I think, uh, you know, Dr. Laurie was saying is that, you know, it's okay if you're doing a lot of training is to take that carb right before the workout yes. or something. That makes sense.
1: You like know, I have a number of clients that are targeting keto. Sense. Um one of our coaches, Denise, uh, she she achieved her best condition mm-hmm. by far mm-hmm. at this year's nationals, and she her diet was her actual diet phase for her contest phase was like uh, six weeks shorter than it's ever been, mm-hmm. and she she did less extra like cardio. Her weight training the the, the plan for her is the same, right? Um, that's fairly consistent, but the keto really did make a difference for her. Um, I have a number of clients experience the exact same thing, um, so. I have actually one client, he's uh, kind of relate to um, a gentleman I just spoke earlier about arthritis and he, uh, he he's still not fully back into the gym, mm-hmm. but I gave him a, uh, it was a targeted keto diet for, mm-hmm. you know, when he does get back to the gym. So for the most part, he's doing a ketogenic diet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's changed nothing else
2: mm-hmm.
1: but just to the uh, keto diet. He's lost 17 pounds in a matter of, I think, three months. Just all he did, the calories weren't that much different. It was no. just the food choice changed. He, but he's also, he's the CEO of Jackson Spring Water. Um, okay. I mean, that, that's his company. So he's massive responsibilities. And lo and behold, he can think clear. Yeah. He's got better energy, more sustainably. Like it, just his blood sugars are stable throughout the day. So he, he's a believer. And he can't wait to get to the gym now because then he knows his results are gonna get even
0: better. I wonder if, I actually wonder if it's, we're meant to cycle from keto to not keto like throughout the year. Like I think you need a reset, like for certain people, Yep. Who, are, who are at a risk of insulin resistance or metabolic syndrome? Yep. Those are the type of people that need to kind of reset themselves, because they need to get their insulin back sensitive again. And right. it resets them, and then they can go back once they can eat a bit regular low, you know, carb diet or low fat. But it
1: have to be a slow reintroduction, right? right? Like right. There's got to be f-
0: yeah, because there's too much shock. It's just
1: boom boom. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: so extreme, But I mean, our bodies were probably famine feast. Yep, in the old days, and we're, oh yeah, you know, that's probably why you know right. you run for how many that.
1: miles to finally get that yeah. that animal killed, and now bring it, drag it back to the to the community, and right. everyone feasts, and then now exactly. what? Go back and hunt again.
0: Yeah, right. We had we had a couple of questions. I know that we had one just before. Um, how many cups of coffee do you drink a day, from Nicole?
1: <laughs> <Is that laughs> do I drink
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, two? Yeah? So what do you think about caffeine? And this is not supplements have caffeine, pre-workouts have caffeine. Well,
1: see, again, anything taken to the extreme becomes bad. Right. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that have benefits, Mm -hmm. uh, but anything taken to the extreme is bad. It's like exercise taken to the bad, diet taken to the bad. Mm -hmm. Hell, if you sleep too much, you accomplish nothing. Right. Right? Um, But uh, coffee depends on the size of person. I mean, I'm 280 pounds. Mm -hmm. I can probably take a little bit more... Caffeine than the average person, but right. um, I think two—I think you'd be fine with two cups of coffee a day. Anything beyond that, you kind of have to wonder why you're drinking more coffee, right. right?
2: But also, too, you don't drink other like beverages that contain caffeine, right? As well, I mean, if
1: someone's drinking Monster drinks and right. uh, taking pre workouts that have some of them have like four to five, six hundred milligrams of caffeine in one mm-hmm. dose, like that's just nasty. That's just nasty because. Right. Well, you know, you're going to have to come off that eventually, and then you're going to get the headaches and yeah. all the body trying to adjust to that less stimulation, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Uh, what about, uh, what's the average time for client transformation to get to the one's goal? Like, how long do you think? About three months? Like, what do you I'd like
1: to say four months. Okay. Because the first month, we're we're trying to get used to each other. Mm-hmm. We're trying to learn each other. Mm-hmm. And then, but it also depends on how big of a goal we're talking about. Okay. If we're trying to, you know, I mean, we've had people train for shows, yeah, for 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. but that's all in like we're you know you're already you're already going yeah. and now we're just ramping things up for the show mm-hmm. if it's a sedentary person who wants to make a big transformation
2: mm-hmm.
1: like she said earlier can take anything from 3 4 months to 2 years right. it really depends on the person their circumstances their just genetics yeah. their work ethic yeah. their commitment to the goal like there's a lot of factors but if you want a number i would say give yourself you know 16 weeks
0: okay and then we have one here. Uh, what are the costs? Are there different package options um, so we, for the competing or? Yeah, I actually do both. I mean, I'm interested, obviously, in the ignition one, but uh, okay, both.
1: Well, the physique for the physique competitor program, it's uh, five hundred bucks for the first month, two fifty month thereafter. Okay. Um, and then for the uh, ignition, because it's you know we're not going to the shows and stuff, it's a little bit less. There, it's uh, three hundred for the first month and then one fifty a month thereafter.
0: Okay. And uh, and then basically, the uh, you do initial meeting or uh, online meeting. Everything's that sets on, it yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, does a keto diet affect quality of sleep? I'm having a difficult time getting deep sleep. Carbs just make me sleepy. What do you think about that?
1: Definitely, I I would look at, like, when when how close are you consuming your last meal? Because if you eat too close to bed, too, that can actually keep yeah. you up. Mm-hmm. How much water are you drinking before bed? Like, how much... Because if you gotta constantly go to the bath, you're not gonna wanna. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, when was your last um, uh, dose of a stimulant? Like when 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 did you last drink any coffee? Because you can take, let's say, drink coffee three o'clock in the afternoon. That, that's still gonna impact you at night.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you recommend like no? Yeah, not working out like before bed. See, that's like different
1: that. for everyone. See, for me, um, we kind of differ on this one. I had some genetic testing done, mm-hmm. um, and and it told me no you know no surprise i'm a high cortisol secretor okay so it was suggested to me and which is already something i was always doing i found i got to wake up eat and go train i got to put me first yeah because i get so into my day after that by the time it gets to you know five six o'clock at night i'm like mentally exhausted yeah where her i mean she's she's a little bit what's what i'm looking for Without getting myself in trouble here, no. So (laughs) she's a little bit slower. No, she like the alarm goes, I'm up, I'm gone. Right. Where where she's a little bit slower to kind of get get going. Get going, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that, but that.
0: But once you get going,
1: right? Exactly, exactly. And she she's more sustainable like this, where I'm like bang, and then I'm I'm down like this. Yeah. Where she's more like this, Mm -hmm. right? Each one has its pros and cons. Mm -hmm. I burn out a lot quicker. Where she's like, hey, what's what what's up? She can work on any time of the day. Right. So that that has its It's advantages. When we were shift work, years before we did this full time, Uh uh, it was always I loved night shift because I got to work out first. Wow. She did not like like it because we have to get up and go to the gym, so we're back in time to get ready for a night shift Uh or day shift. She loved because now the is done. Now it's now it's my time, Uh or I'm like I gotta take a cup of coffee. I gotta I gotta wake up. I gotta get myself re-energized again because I'm tired from the day. Right. So both worked. It just you gotta adapt.
0: Okay. Um, from Marta Fonseca, would DNA testing will help to improve performance and so therefore physique. So, um, I think, yeah, DNA testing is going to give you insight into what your body's like. So for example, there is a, there is a test looking at how you deal with carbohydrates. So There's a genetic mm-hmm. test to tell you that, okay, is keto good for you or not good for you? I can tell you that. Yeah. Like for me, I was doing keto and I was falling apart. Like I couldn't do it. I don't need to be keto. I'm vegan and I'm doing really well with that. Yep. But my wife you know has a history of type 2 di- diabetes in her family yeah that that diet probably is excellent for her mm-hmm. like you know she needs to go on that diet once in a while to just again reset the system mm-hmm. but yeah i think genetic testing is definitely helpful for that the part about the hormones that's a, that's another part where genetic testing is really useful uh neurotransmitters we can now look at you know are you the type of person who um you you know whenever you get you need to be stimulated regular like to get a dopamine release some people they get a quick they, they get a quick dopamine release and it stays. Or some people just leaves really quickly, so they need to get another stimulus right away. Interesting. There's so lots of interesting things that are possible and they help you understand who you are. And that I think would help you with your training. Yeah. Uh, from Tony, what is that testing where you found out that information, Darren? Oh, that would have been um, the Muscle cord- genes. Muscle genes. Okay. It's so a cortisol
1: Herb there was at the time only had yeah it was a saliva test yeah uh, they did it actually at the Olympia, um, the the owners were coming around. Mark Gilbert is the the main kind of um, contact to have there. He he writes with uh, Muscle Insider with, with the same magazine I write for, and uh, he approached me and he says hey can we do a so just a, a yeah.
0: one saliva test or four it and was just
1: they, it was just the one okay because the there was there was only specific markers that would that would uh, imp, or impact or have the potential impact building muscle and performance. Mm. Like there was really, it was about, uh, you know, like one of the, the genetic markers indicated that I was not necessarily, and I kind of wanted to ask you about this. So Mm -hmm. this is actually a good bridge. Mm -hmm. Um, it indicated that I would not be good at like absolute, like power lift, absolute, uh, strength lifts, Mm. but I've deadlifted 800 pounds. I've pulled 50,000 pound trucks. Like I was one of the strongest guys in Canada. So has there been any concern that that too much knowledge can um yeah, I think that yeah, this is the, the problem
0: negative. with when we look at only one gene okay, this is, this is a problem because nothing in your body is just one gene, right? Like it's an interplay yeah, of like twenty genes that are all interplaying with each other, and there's even knowledge like we don't even know some of the different variations that are out there because we don't have to collect enough data. Right. So you may have, even though you may have this one gene that they tested for that, yeah, you're not supposed to be a powerlifter. Okay. You have another 10 genes that are like make you a super powerlifter. Okay, fair enough. And okay, that's, that's the that's problem. And that's the problem with looking in 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 just isolation of one gene. So uh, I, have, for example, I have one sprinter gene. Does that mean I can go run? <laughs> it's right here. You know, does that yeah. Mean, yeah, like does that mean, but I'm, uh, the rest of I'm missing out on, you know, the other stuff. That's not going to make me you know, when when it's 100 meters. So I think yeah, the one thing I'm really excited about when I see these new tests that are coming out is looking in a functional manner. It means that yes. seeing how the thing moves across in your body, looking at multiple genes at one time. So that's what's really exciting, to look at the pathways. How does it happen? Like, how do you take in B B vitamins? You know, yes, how does that that's happen? that's a big one, B vitamins. Yeah, how sure. do you take it in? Like, do you have like a problem with metabolizing you know, one one particular part of it, or then, uh, you know, then you can give you a different version of B vitamin. Okay. Because you don't have, you, you know, because the B vitamin has to be metabolized over many steps. But if you just have one step missing, that stops everything, but then we can fix it by oh. giving you somewhere else. But... It's very That's why I think that it's, yeah, looking at it in a pathway, is really exciting now. That's We're calling it functional genomics. It's,
1: a, it's amazing how it has is, it is expanded and grown so much because, mm-hmm. I mean, I had that genetic test done like seven, eight years ago. Yeah. And even since then, I, I know that because I've talked to him since then mm-hmm. and I he asked for my feedback and stuff, of course. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed knowing that information. Um, but, like, you're right, there was some – conflicting information, like one says because you're a high cortisol secretor, you should not mm-hmm. drink a lot of coffee or caffeine mm-hmm. because it'll overstimulate you and then you'll anxiety, cortisol, all that mm-hmm. stuff, but then another um, uh, gene that was tested, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it suggested that I take 100 milligrams of caffeine before cardio to help me metabolize fat better, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, there's. but he has since explained that you're right, now there's other genes that they can test that... Are now filling those those gaps. Filling the gaps. yes. And that, yeah. to me, was my hesitation for the longest time for genetic testing was that mm-hmm. a little bit of information can be dangerous.
0: It can because it might tell you, oh, I can't do this now. Or you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I have,
1: exactly. Because you know, if I would have read that genetic testing twenty years ago, yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'd be a marathon runner instead. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a I don't think marathon. so. <laughs> <laughs> My poor shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what yeah. other testing do you suggest, Doctor Goa, From Tony. Um, okay, so I would I would break it down into in a couple of things. One is yes, the general testing that's available by the government that's free. You need to have you know your, your hormones that they allow you to test for free, cholesterol, sugar, A one C, um, and uh, liver function, yeah, kidney liver function, stuff. those types of things. Uh, then after we go beyond that, then we want to. Uh, we want to check your actual uh, hormone levels, we, which which is done in either by saliva or urine, and that's shipped out to a company. Usually, it's there are companies in the states, there's companies in Canada. Um, people have to pay for it a couple hundred dollars. It gives mm-hmm. you, uh, it can either give you, like I was asking you about the cortisol, it give you a curve of your actual cortisol. Right. Okay. Because what happens is that times? everybody's cortisol peaks in the morning, and then slows down. Because like, that's how our body gets up and gets going. It okay. needs cortisol to get moving. And um, But when people have a lot of stress, the cortisol keeps staying up. It doesn't go down. And that's not good. That means your body gets worn out and stressed out and, and not healing. Uh, but if you keep having chronic stress for a long time, then you don't even have your adrenal gland gets tired. Right. And doesn't even have that big peak in the morning. It just stays low. And those people are just tired. and like. So, I mean, that's, that's the value of... Hormone testing, you know, yeah. estrogen, progesterone, DHEA, uh, DHT, uh, the metabolites of estrogen. You want to understand are you the type of person that breaks down your estrogen into a, a bad type of estrogen or a good estrogen? You can find that out now. Um, so, hormone testing is one other one piece. Uh, then there's, uh, like I said, neurotransmitter testing to look at what's your dopamine levels, epinephrine. For somebody who has anxiety problems, depression, we can. We can do that type of testing. And then, um, uh, the, um, uh, genetic testing, as I was mentioning, you know, what is your predisposition to some of these mm-hmm. type of things? Again, it's not a for sure, but it gives you kind of like a, a bit, bit of a sense of what's going on. So it allows us to tailor what type of supplements or hormones or peptides that we can give you. Right. And right. It just helps. Um, and I can put that up on onto the onto the onto the yeah, the thread. Where do I start to go for a full DNA test? Okay, so uh, I'll put the link up for the DNA test that I was mentioning, and it's this is not a full DNA test. So there's different types of tests. Yeah, there's uh, a lot you can do. Yeah, so yeah. it's um, what they do look is they look at what we call SNPs or genes. So these are like actual mutations or variations in genes, and they look at the ones that people know about, and that's. Generally, when you go to Twenty Three and Me, that's they're also doing that type of thing. Uh, yes, but this one's called DNA Company. They're doing a pretty comprehensive one. They're dealing with NHL players, okay, and Montreal Canadiens, Toronto Blue Jays, and stuff like that. This company, um, so I'd suggest you maybe have a look. I'll put up that that link. Uh, but if you want to get your full genome done, there's another company that does that. That costs about a thousand dollars. But the value of that is not there. Like we don't know what to do by having your whole genome yeah. decoded. Like what are you going to do with the yeah. office yeah. data? I think one day that price is going to come go down to like a few bucks and then it might be worth it.
1: It's amazing how the technology is, is improving things because that was one of the limitations before with the genetic test I I did it was the, the time it took for turnaround mm-hmm. and, and the cost to do the test. But now they're due to volume right, and more and more people wanting to, to get it done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, now things are getting much more efficient information back. And now, you know, people like yourself that understand it better, that can translate you know, because that was an, uh, another, and I can't remember the name of the, the genetic testing that was, I mean, they were sending books like this back to the, the patients. And they're like, it. I don't understand any of this stuff. I said, well, that's why I, I don't want, yeah. you know, I was very hesitant. I mean, ask yeah. anybody who's asked me about this, my clients included, as I was very, a little information is, is good, but also can be bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. See, for me, like with the, like, for example, estrogen right. you, you mentioned, um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say, you know, they do a lot of uh, skinfold caliper testing and, you know, where you're, what hormones you're, you're, uh, you're dominant and stuff like that. I mean, I can just look at someone. If you're holding more of your fat in your ass and legs, chances are you're estrogen dominant. There you go. Yes. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I like to keep things very simple and plain yeah. um, because one thing i found in the past too, a lot of people try to impress their, their clients with all these big words and information. Mm. The key is to be able to communicate that, yeah. you know, the information that you know. And now, when you said more, more functional, like mm-hmm. that's, you know, to me is is going to be key. Mm-hmm. If you can take the information that you you get from the genetic testing and be able to then now decipher that information and make it usable for the end the end user, the patient, the client, mm-hmm. that's that's going to be gold. But they have to know that it's a not will end all be all.
0: Yeah. Right. You know, even even I think that we just had a podcast just before this on on cannabis and and uh, you know there's this new test that we're offering in the clinic that just gives them forty five minutes. Whether or not you're at risk of you know um, you know psychosis taking, from taking from to cannabis, oh. or whether you're gonna you're a fast metabolizer, like you need a higher dose of THC to get the same effect as somebody else, we can we can start doing those types of tests in like interesting in 45 minutes. I mean, it's yeah, coming. Yeah. It's gonna come very soon. That we'll know these types of answers. Hmm. Makes that will actually make a difference. You know. Yeah. You know. You yeah, know. I like that. Yeah. That's um cool. okay we got another thank you uh from Tony. I'll be booking COSS for Thank you, uh PTSD MDDs. So uh, thank you, Tony. we we'll definitely I'll uh, I'll reach out to you and awesome. and we will see you. Um any other questions out there? How are we doing with timing? Are we fifty five minutes? Okay. Time well, flies, we'll you're having a fun. Few yeah. minutes. <laughs> Is there <laughs> anything that you want to talk about? Anything you think that our viewers wanna hear? Well,
1: I, I think like I really am happy that we're able to, to get together here and that people who come to Freak Fitness are, are not people who just uh, want average. Mm-hmm. They, they want to become their best. They want to right. become peak mm-hmm. or a freak. Right. I kind of like that rhyming too. Yeah, yeah. We're going to work on that. Yeah, peak uh, <laughs> um, but I think now like seeing what's available there um, and now having that, that door open, I, I know that we're going to definitely have some people come in your way that... Um, that are going to want to know more Mm -hmm. because like I said I I know what I can do Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and you know what you can do right right? I mean I've had a chiropractor before tell me that this is a deadlift Mm -hmm. so obviously we all have our special I'm not saying that you know what a deadlift is but (laughs) (laughs) but um, I think if everyone can work together become a team Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and know their know their role know their 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 scope of practice Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that uh, it really can lead to some pretty amazing things I think it's going to eliminate a lot of fear and a lot of, of wonder and question and doubt, mm-hmm. which is right back to what we first talked about. You know, when we started this yeah. uh, this this meeting here, is that a lot of people are limited by fear. But if they now have information to say that, oh, I can do this, mm-hmm. and it's supported by this testing, right? It really is going to like Marta. Uh, she's you know she's going to kill me for saying this, but well, she's fifty years old. Okay. okay. She went to North Americans this year Mm -hmm. and she turned pro. This is someone who had left competing for a long time and came back. Mm -hmm. And in, in, I think, was it May? She won the Crush Cancer show. She won everything. She won the open class where she was beating women in their 20s. Wow. Congratulations.
2: She went, yeah, she's fantastic. Me too. So
1: awesome. I'm not surprised that yeah. she was asking questions because that's the type of person that's yeah. going to want to know more. Learn more, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's amazing how she'll she'll pay attention to everything we've
0: said and she's going to, I know I'm going to have questions waiting for her. <laughs> I mean, it's such a privilege to work with people. Like, I, you know, I, and, yeah, and I love this. Because, you know, I am, again, I want to work with people who want to make a change and, and what better way to make a change than doing it through this type of absolutely. sport i mean to be honest yeah. this is the massive transformation that's required it, i mean it, it's it's one way to make to show that it, what else can be more tangible than changing your whole body absolutely I
1: mean, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and don't be surprised if uh if you do start with us that uh i'm going to say this now uh, on on camera mm-hmm. that you may see uh Doctor Gwell on stage, you never know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> like he never know no. I Look, You never no no. I'm forty eight years old. Uh well, you know, I never know. Never mind. There's there's age categories, so, yeah, so I it can... means nothing. <laughs> that mean nothing. There's
1: like, age categories up to eighty plus, so you oh, got a couple years to okay. go.
0: Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward so I'd love to have i I'd love to have a talk about it after as I'm going of through course, the program if you don't of mind. Of course. I'm happy to share some of my stuff on, online. I don't mind.
1: Well, it's really it's about again giving you that, that higher level goal. Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of people just kind of kick the tires a little bit, but you know they're, they're curious to see how far they can go. Right. And uh, well, like she said, everyone can compete if they want to, mm-hmm. and it's not competing for that trophy. And I think that's what really kind of sets us apart. Is we're yeah, we we do want to go to to the show to win, but it's not about the trophy. The trophy just represents everything that you've done to get there, mm-hmm. and it's only celebrating that one moment. But it's everything you've learned about yourself Mm -hmm. and how you respond to adversity, how you respond to stress, how you respond to structure. That really then becomes the big wins because then you apply it to everything else. And then we've seen people leave shitty relationships. We've seen people leave, you know, change careers, start their own businesses because now they had that confidence that, yes, I can. Right. Just go for it. Mm and that that to us is the huge huge wins so
0: awesome thank you so much everyone right so um again uh, we'll we'll pick some people for uh, free consults so yep. you know just put your name out there and uh and i think that's it that's thank good. you very much everyone thank you very okay, much okay take care